CSI Arts Principal Researcher, Dr. Francois Engelbrecht. Thanks for speaking to us this morning, Doc. My pleasure and good morning, Sakina. Dr. Engelbrecht, firstly, let's start off by explaining what El Nino is and how it is caused. El Nino is an event that refers to the large-scale warming of the Pacific Ocean. So when thousands of square kilometers of the Pacific Ocean warm up, um, we refer to it as an El Nino event. The name, in fact, means um, the boy child, because this is a phenomenon that was already discovered in the 1600s by fishermen along the western coastal areas of South America. So it's also well known that the El Nino is a part of the natural variability of the Earth system, and these events occur every two to seven years. So uh, looking at what we are currently experiencing, uh, we've been uh, seeing that parts of the country are really experiencing very dry conditions. One of our listeners tweeted us telling us that in Venda they restricted to, uh, you know, water, uh, receiving water once per day. In KZN, we know they've been experiencing an ongoing crisis. And this week, uh, Gauteng also came on board uh, talking about uh, reservoirs running low and a shortage there. Is the entire country moving into a grips of a drought here? Yes, um, I think the reality is that very large parts of, of South Africa, those provinces you've mentioned, um, also parts of Northwest, Free State, even the winter rainfall region of the Southwestern Cape. Um, as you've mentioned, uh, KZN, Mpumalanga, Limpopo, these parts of South Africa are already in a state of severe to extreme drought. Now, there are, two, there are a few factors responsible for this. The first is that over the last two summer seasons, rainfall was below, norv- below normal over very large parts of eastern South Africa. And over our winter rainfall region, this past winter was also a very dry winter. So we are already in a state of drought, officially. Then on top of, on top of that, this past year was an extremely warm year, globally and in South Africa. So globally, this is going to be the warmest year ever recorded by humans. And also here in South Africa, temperature records have been broken over large parts of South Africa during the past year, which means, of course, that evaporation rates are high and soil moisture is low, which is, of course, um, very bad for our agricultural sector. Now, on top of this currently existing drought condition, we now have the El Nino event, And our new events are usually associated with below normal rainfall over our summer rainfall region. And here we are referring specifically to that period that is so critical for replenishing our water resources and for our agriculture, namely the December to February period. So we usually have below normal rainfall during that part of the summer. And that is, of course, not a good prospect given that we are already in a state of drought. When we spoke to our market analyst earlier, Mohamed Nala, he was talking about the price of food and how that will be affected. What are some of the other um, impacts that El Nino uh, is predicted to have this year? Well, El Nino usually starts by impacting on our agriculture. So it is, in the first place, of course, the maize crop that is affected. So usually the maize crop is reduced um, during an El Nino year, and that indeed have consequences um, for the food prices in, that we will experience in, in the next year. 
And then, of course, there are usually impacts on our water resources, and I think it is the responsible thing to do that we already have water restrictions, uh, for example, here on, on the high felt. Given the expectation that it is going to be uh, in quite a dry season, so impacts are usually logical impacts on the agricultural sector through crop yields, um, direct impacts on your water resources, and the final potential impact is of course this, uh, due to the fact that your new events are also usually warm events associated with high temperatures. So they do also tend to push up energy usage in our household because of when we will have, let's say we, we are going to have a high frequency of heat waves this summer. Mm. Um, all of us that have air conditioning in our homes and houses will, of course, switch that up, which means higher energy demand. Whoa. So, so it's just knock, uh, this knock-on effect and everybody, uh, you know, uh, will see something that affects them. Higher temperatures, but um, water shortages, so we have to be uh, careful and watch what we do there. But uh, there's a question here from one of our listeners, Pele Lula, and he wanted to know from the department, but if you could perhaps also just weigh in on a water crisis management plan, what would that look like? No, um, that unfortunately is not... My field of speciality, so I'm not the best person to ask for advice for them. Um, all I can say is something that I've, I mentioned already that I think there's a, very, there's a very strong case for the water restrictions that we are seeing um, being applied in many parts of the country already. And I think uh, we should just try our best to, to apply our common sense this coming summer and, and save water wherever we can.